All you got to do is mash it. You, you don't have to. You don't have to hold it down. I gave it like a serious mashing. I know. I mean, you tried to put your finger through it. Why do you constantly disrespect my stuff? I feel like it's not that simple. It's like many, many things in my life. I'm gonna need you not. <laughs> wow. That's about as close to a turkey as you've gotten in a minute. No, it ain't. G done killed two. G got close to a turkey. What? Who do you think <laughs> called him up? You think G just got up one morning and said, "Me gonna get on me bicycle and ride out." Come on now. Come on. Come on now. What What have you done by yourself? <clears throat> what have I done by myself? Uh-huh. Off the elevator, people. Since Joseph, the host, is not fulfilling his duties right now. Well, since Jesse finally decided to do another podcast. What? We have done a many a podcast. I know, but you keep putting these gaps in here because you're all you got all kinds of stuff going on. Oh yeah, okay. You you gotta get your hair did, your nails did, <laughs> your feet did. I had my hair did in a, well I didn't have a cut, but that's it. No. They just been some old stuff here and there, you know. True that. Oh uh, what you been doing? Uh, work. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah, me too. It's warming up. Oh, thank goodness. It is warming up. I'm like legit tired of it being cold. You know, we had some days last week here in the GA. The mornings that was in, it was like 34. I don't, I can't, I can't anymore. It's like the, it's like the moving towards the end of April. No. Yeah. No. It's ridiculous. I don't need to be wearing a jacket. And I literally have to, well. I mean, I wear a jacket all the time because I'm cold all the time, but I don't have one on now. I don't understand. No, I'm, I'm not even going to get into it. What? People that are cold in the springtime, people that are cold in the summer, that's ridiculous. Get your life together. <laughs> I've been trying to get my life together for a hot minute. Get your life know. together. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Get your life together. <laughs> I don't know. So, so what we, you got? Don't be coming at me with, so what you doing? Well, come at me with well, something serious. Well, we hadn't had an episode in a few weeks. Listen, we can't turn around on these we, folks and do a catching up what's well, been going well, on. Well, we're not, but doing that, but still a couple of weeks, you know, I'm sure there's some type of trouble or some catastrophe <laughs> you caused in a couple of weeks that might be of interest to somebody. Oh, you know what I mean? Wow. No, no, no catastrophes that I cause. You didn't cause a wreck on the way here. You wow. Why you always got to say something about my driving? You didn't run off the road. I mean. You didn't lose your phone. No. Oh. What kind of girl do you think I am? Like, just misheveled and like all the pieces? Misheveled? Misheveled. Hmm. <laughs> so, we was talking the other day. Yeah. And, and we was talking... What about people that drink non-alcoholic drinks for the taste of a drink that had alcohol in it? You know, I got, I'm thinking, I don't know that they do it for the taste. I feel like it's like a ritual type. That's not the right word. But, you know, like, oh, I'm going to have... You know, vodka and cranberry with no vodka. So you're just having cranberry yeah. or, you know, Sprite and cranberry with no vodka. Um, 
you know, I think when I think about mocktails, I think that's what that's what uh, they're oftentimes referred to. Right. Mocktails or, you know, like virgin drinks or, you know, zero alcohol drinks. I don't really know. Because I literally drank. Now, I'm speaking specifically of people who are alcoholics or in recovery so on and so forth i'm Truth. not i'm not talking about the dds that go out to these bars or wherever they go or somewhere and somebody says hey you want one of these shirley temples and they're like oh yeah i have one and i'm waiting on everybody to do what they're doing <laughs> i'm not talking about them i'm talking i'm talking about the people that are what's the shirley temple i don't know but i've heard it ain't got no alcohol in i don't it. think Google that's it. i don't think that's true but no right right you're Look talking about people that that's what i think of too i mean i'm not why would not you like name my a, mom have you ever watched any shirley temple movies i mean in, why would you name a drink shirley temple if it's got any alcohol in it at all <laughs> shirley temple drink cocktail yeah. I feel like we we did we know that we didn't uh, hold on. What? I don't know. Come on, it's dead air. I, I am Lord. So so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Shirley Temple is a non-alcoholic mixed drink traditionally made with ginger ale and a splash of grenadine, garnished with a cherry. What is what is grenadine? It's like a red syrup, a cherry syrup. Modern Shirley Temple recipes may substitute lemon lime soda or lemonade or sometimes orange juice in part or in whole. So you have ginger ale and or Sprite mm -hmm. and grenadine, which is like, like we used to go to the Waffle House and they used to get like cherry Sprites, which is literally just that, a Sprite mm -hmm. with grenadine in it. Interesting. I didn't realize that that was a non-alcoholic so, drink. So, if if you're if you are drinking one of those drinks, you are, there's something you're trying to feel something right there. Something is trying to be filled. Well, only because it's Beca I, because I, plain and simple. If you if you want something that's fruity and ain't got no alcohol, and you run down here at QT and get you one of them blue slushies. <laughs> I thought you were specifically referring to a Shirley Temple. <laughs> I was like, I feel like they made it a drink because of the child who played Shirley Temple, but yeah, well, th those are for people. But you're talking about people who are in recovery who are having mocktails, right? Right. Yeah, I just um, for me, I feel I feel it's slippery. Yeah, so so I can you know early on. Um, when I quit drinking, when I when I was getting sober, I thought, man, are you shaking your leg? Because mm -mm. I'm gonna tell you, like I told Cooney the other day, if you bounce your leg <laughs> and shake this room one more time, I'm gonna tear your legs off. Wow. That's all I got to say. So, I ain't scared. Uh, I thought, man, I'll stop at the store and I'll get me one of them old duels or one of them Heineken non-alcoholic beers right mm -hmm. because i was wanting the or thought i was wanting the taste of a beer do you think that you drank for it sounds like a crazy question when it comes out but you know because i've had i've heard people say they drink because they like the taste of it and i can say <laughs> When I started drinking, I didn't like the taste of it. Um, 
but I don't know whether or not I ever liked the taste as much as it had to taste a certain way, right? So early on, I would drink um, vodka and Red Bull, and I would use grenadine. Very sweet. And then as the years went by, you know, stopped the grenadine. I eased up. I never really stopped the Red Bull, but it really became just a splash. So like I would just order like, like a just a s small, like shot of Red Bull because that's really all I needed, and mm -hmm. and I'd put water in it. Um, so at the end it was, you know, and I think a lot of times I did that, you know, so I didn't, uh, I, I didn't have to admit to myself that I was drinking vodka straight. Um, but it wasn't really straight. That's what I say. So, but it's like hindsight, like that's pretty gross. Like, like nobody's like, mmm, I like you, the taste you, of vodka. You was asking a question, but you rabbit holed off of it. <laughs> like, I don't understand the question. <laughs> I, I did. I, I, I did totally went down a rabbit I, hole and didn't even realize I it. I think you just want to say the word grenadine now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the question. Like, do you think that you, at any point in time, you drank because you liked the taste? No, I don't think so. And as you, as you was rabbit holding, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking too. So, as you were rambling on about nonsense, I, I was I'm, thinking about something else. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking in my head. So. I didn't necessarily when I when I began drinking beer didn't like the taste of beer, but I wasn't like oh this is absolutely awful. Right. You know what I mean. And but now I can say this, as my alcoholism, my career ensued, mm -hmm. I did like the taste of beer, like Bud Light or Corona, all those. I liked the taste of those beers, but I quit drinking those beers. Because I couldn't get my uh, my buzz quick enough, so yeah. to speak, my drunk, yeah, and started drinking the the malt liquor beers, and they ain't a single one of them that tastes like anything <laughs> any count. Yeah, so, well, it's like I said, no one ever said, mm, "I love vodka." <laughs> right, exactly. I it's mean, just that's the quickest way we got to the drunk. If if, if anybody sits back and thinks of any substance that they take into their body right and and I'm not speaking for like uh, meth or anything like that because I, I've never had any dealings with it at all but mm -hmm. I'm thinking chewing tobacco or snuff I don't know anyone that had a great first experience with that oh true I mean it's like the first time I ever smoked a cigarette it was like, like oh it, god like, exactly like it, ta <laughs> it took some time yeah. Now, most, I can't, well, I can't say. I can say most people um, back in my teens and 20s, their first experience with alcohol was getting drunk. Well, I mean, that's the purpose, right? Right. So, where does the, how does it, how did it break down to where somebody actually liked the taste of it? Well, I'm, not, I'm thinking, does it trigger, so here's my, here's my fear for me right and mm -hmm. and i see it on instagram and people do it and people you know have no issue with it um you know people in recovery but i'm like i don't want it to trigger anything for me exactly but, right but but what is it doing so you but it obviously has to be triggering something for right. someone right so right so, yeah so you're saying you drank 
uh, Red Bull and vodka. Well, right. So when you want, like, if someone else drunk Red Bull and vodka, and they want to drink a Red Bull to remind them of when they could drink vodka, or somebody who drank who drank cocktails all the time, a margarita. Yeah, and, and have a virgin margarita. Yeah, you get yeah, what I'm saying. I'm feeling like I'm not doing I mean, that. What 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 exactly is that? What it, I don't I don't understand what it's doing. Um, I don't either. And I I get, you know, when I, I have people that I see or know, and I really I don't necessarily think that doing it specifically is an issue, right? I'm not like, oh, you shouldn't do that. I know that I don't think I should. Um. But I think it might sometimes have more to do with where and when they're doing it, right? So if you, and this is where I get a little freaked out. I went to the bar every day. So if I, I had to not go to the bar, right? Like, like happy hour is no longer, was became an option for me because I didn't want to drink, Right. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel, I didn't, all of the things, right? And I knew that I couldn't go and not at that no. point, right? Um, I still sometimes am like, you know, maybe I should, you know, what, I don't know. I feel weird about it still. So, and, um, but I feel like that's, I'm protecting my sobriety in that. But if I'm in a situation where, We'll go back to the champagne situation, you know, the champagne toast. And it's like if I have a non-alcoholic option, hindsight, I wish I hadn't even done that. Right. I wish I'd have just had a soda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I, I mean, I sipped it. It's not, it was non-alcoholic champagne, but I didn't, I, didn't, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't like it. It was a big ordeal about it. I didn't like the, I never really liked the taste of champagne anyway. Um but I feel like it's okay. It's well, okay to do, have a do you think regular non-alcoholic drink. Do you, think, do you drink. think people's doing that at home? Do you think people uh, that don't go out to bars or clubs <clears throat> or whatever it may be are doing that at home? Like I don't, I'm not up on the the cocktails, so I couldn't tell. I don't know. About all I can tell you is margarita and white Russian, and you know. <laughs> Jack and Coke. <laughs> which, you know? which without Jack is just Coke. I feel like folks are drinking just Coke. Yeah. So, but, so, I mean, you know, like I, I had someone say to me they were drinking Sprite and Cranberry. At their house? No, they were out somewhere. Okay, so so that's you my know? point. They're, they're out at a place where drinking is the thing to begin with, right? Yeah, and I guess maybe maybe it made, made her feel um, more included. Yeah. Which is a struggle. I mean, you know, like, I don't necessarily know that that was the struggle for me, right? Um, because every, I mean, most of the people that I encountered and said, oh, you're not drinking anymore. Oh, that's great. That I drank with, around or with. It wasn't like, oh, peer pressure, you should have a drink or why are you quitting? I didn't have any of that. Everybody was like, that's great, you know? Um, but I knew what I had to do for me. Like, yeah. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying somebody, I don't know that I could. somebody shouldn't. I'm just trying to. Sure. I'm yeah. trying to wrap my mind around. Yeah. Because I know when I wanted 
when I had the thought mm-hmm. of getting me a non-alcoholic beer, it was because I wanted that taste of beer. But I knew there was some other things rooted in there. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, I can't really tell you what they were. Yeah. But but I thought, I'm going to stop and get me a non-alcoholic beer. Well, it makes me think of a couple of times where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to drink beer, right? I'm going to, you know, or I'm just going to drink. Well, I did go through a tiny, tiny phase where I'm like, oh, I'm going to drink wine. Um, but once I get to the point where, you know, I've had six beers or whatever, and my belly's full, <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't have the buzz that I had, had intended to get, then I was like, yeah, screw this. You know, and then I'm drinking vodka. I, I was drinking vodka. So the thought of just like, you know, drinking six non-alcoholic beer, like, I, there's no part of me that says I, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, because my sole purpose as for as long as I could remember in drinking was to get drunk. Hands down. So I don't think it would be good for, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm thinking in my head, you might, you might think I'm being ridiculous. So <laughs> No, so, so, Joseph being ridiculous? So if somebody's addic- addicted to porn, right, I don't see them saying, yo, it's okay. I'm just going to watch this girl work out. She's got all her clothes on. <laughs> right. You see what? You get what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, if somebody's dabbling, addic- if somebody's addicted to food, instead of eating three chickens and half a pizza, they they don't say I'm going to eat 15 pounds of celery because the calories are very low. Well, that that analogy didn't really strike me as. I was feeling like I don't stand outside of a buffet. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. If somebody's addicted to eating sheet rock. Well, I. I Wow, they don't. My strange addictions. That's a weird show. They they don't just eat the mud off of it, not the sheetrock itself. Wow, you're getting now. You're getting ridiculous. <laughs> okay, but you, you see what I'm saying? Well, for me, I guess for I, I think it would be an it would only be a matter of time for me before I'm like, yet yeah, no. Bump well, this. well, and I think I think you're at that place anyway. You're at the bar anyway. Having those, mm-hmm. having those, the majority. I would assume. I would assume, right? The majority know, of people right? that are that are doing that in recovery are at the bar anyhow. They're still in that social setting. To me, that's that's the that's the issue right there. Like you got to remove yourself from that whole gig. Period. Yeah, I know. I had to yeah. to begin with. I did, and that, that's my opinion. I think that's the best. I just, yeah. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I mean, the, that porn analogy makes perfect sense to me. To me, that's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it becomes a problem with moderation, right? I mean, if you can't, and, and alcoholics can't moderate. Yeah, who's pounding 10 non-alcoholic drinks? <laughs> but give it me, says, Give me know, another Shirley Temple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your belly would totally hurt. But, you know, it says in the big book, you know, um, somewhere, it's when it talks about, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, most alcoholics. Here we go. Woo, there it comes. It's like a light bulb. Um, most alcoholics drink because they like the way it makes them feel. Yeah. You know, it really comes, it really comes down to 
the altering the effect of the way changing the way we feel in a manner which we think is better um until it's not right and yeah you're not getting that uh you're not getting that buzz it's not the only thing shirley temples are going to do is make your tummy hurt <laughs> but i don't know i just i worry you know when i when i talk to n newly sober people um only because i worry for myself too you know even in almost two years it's like mm, something about it doesn't feel okay yeah you no, know it just don't make sense to me um and i just don't want someone to be like well you know i mean because i oh, I was, you know, 18 months of this that champagne shindig, and, and I sat there and said, I don't even like champagne. Like, I don't really like it, so it won't be a big deal if I just have one glass. Like, I was literally, like, I literally made that thought. That right. thought came to me. Like, it's just, a, even if it is, even if it does actually have alcohol in it, it's fine, because I don't really like champagne anyway. Yeah. Like, and that's at 18 months of sobriety. I mean, you know, like, it just comes up on you. So, I'm thinking you're sitting there at the bar, and it's like, well, you know, after three Sprite cranberries, you're like, <laughs> maybe yeah. it wouldn't hurt to have a little vodka. Or, I don't know. That's just my thought. I could be hmm. way off base um, for other people, because I don't know. Um, but that's just the thought I have when I when I hear new new newcomers say things like that like you know drinking non-alcoholic options um but uh you know there's a there's a mental aspect to to this situation to this disease and that's you know our minds tell us we need what we need and we want what we want and they're like oh if i can just you know like a placebo that's all i'm thinking i always think of like a placebo it's like oh my brain thinks that it's beer yeah. but, you know um but i can't see that leading anywhere good I, I i had never even heard that term until you said it last week when you said mocktail and i was like what a mocktail mm -hmm. he's like yeah a non-alcoholic drink that's you that's, know norm would normally be have, alcoholic have yeah. alcohol in yeah it. yeah like a pina colada or a, a yeah. you know oh man i'm strawberry daiquiri you remember when we when we all went to tybee island <laughs> whatever they made on the pier fire <laughs> yeah but you know i think i think and i this that by that by anyway am i um uh, uh saying yeah drink this ain't what i'm saying but i remember getting those pina coladas mm -hmm. and, and they were good don't get me wrong they were good at tybee island but i think mine had some bacteria in it i think it <laughs> I think I think that dang ice machine. Some beach, beach bacteria. Did, I, I, did it upset your stomach? Remember, I was sick the next day. We were supposed to meet y'all to do something. Remember, and I was sick. Oh in, yeah. In the bed, I'd got sick. I, I might have been that trashy beach. But <laughs> wow, something made me <laughs> run hashtag a, beach life. <laughs> made me run a fever and all that. But I, the only thing I can think, because I was the only one that got sick. I drank it. Yeah, but I don't think you like like drank it. Oh, I'm so like I did. <laughs> Y'all hearing this? It's always about uh, him doing everything better. But I I, I think that ice machine was nasty. I had, feel like that has absolutely nothing to do with what we're talking about. I don't I don't know how I got <laughs> off on that on that subject. What did what? 
How did we get off? Oh, you I said, said pi- pina colada. That's what made me think of it. It's weird how you think of stuff like that, right? You're just um, like, huh? Because I'm trying to. Th- I was trying to think when you was talking. I was like, I don't think I've ever had any mixed drinks. Like when I was a kid, we would do uh, uh, vodka and orange juice. That's a screwdriver, right? Yeah. Is it without it? It's just orange juice. <laughs> well, without the orange juice, it's just vodka. Well, it's like you said Jack and Coke, and I was like, it's just Coke without the Jack. Yeah, but you know, Jack and Coke, to me, that always tasted like a like Coke and just some of the most nasty, chump, ghetto chocolate you could ever get. Wow. Just tasted like somebody melted some chocolate that was found <laughs> on the side of the interstate and poured in. I was like, who in the world would drink this mess? This is awful. Sometimes I look back and wonder why I drank some of the things I drank or the way that I drank. I mean, I don't know. You know, but I was having a conversation with, I don't know who, my mom maybe we were talking and about, you know, the progression of it. You know, the further, the further away, the further away I get from my drink, from a drink, I'm like, you know, part of me has to believe, right? Or does believe. If all of the these people that I have met who have, you know, relapsed for whatever reason, right? Whatever's happened, that, you know, it's progressive. You know, they say that you you pick up right where you left off. And I'm thinking to myself, like I told her the other day, I mean, I didn't get arrested and I didn't wreck a car and I didn't, you know, I didn't go to jail. But I I should have in some cases. <laughs> You know, oh, the, the the grace of God's written all over your story for sure. And, and I thought it's you written know, all over everyone's story, but you know, yeah, you happen to know the details of mine. Yeah. But you know, if it's progressive, and I decide that I'm going to drink, that's what's next for me. You know, that's what's next. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't. It doesn't get to go. I don't get to go back to when it was fun. Because I already know that, you know, and I just have to, you know, I have to keep that in mind. Because sometimes I'm like, you know, it's been a minute. Yeah, I mean, I probably got this thing licked. That's that's (laughs) interesting, especially when we talk about people that were sort of in the bar scene, the club scene, and they're still going to them uh, for whatever reason, social activity or whatever. I mean, that part, that's all part of the getting down to where oh man my life is just wrecked i mean that that was still part of it yeah for sure and i i i don't want to do any more damage um i don't know why i started talking about i had a thought that was just why i said that but it'd be like i feel like if i go and i'm like oh i'm i'm not gonna drink but i'm gonna i'm gonna have you know virgin daiquiri or like when i go to mexican with you know some of my friends and they have margaritas they're like you know you can have a virgin margarita no 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 because <laughs> that's gonna last for just a little bit before my brain says oh, ought to be all right yeah you know ought to be okay you have one margarita but i don't just have one margarita well, well you where, know? where else does anyone go and have some weird drink that's just mixed up other than the gas station 
Mm. Like seriously. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, well, like, where else does anyone go that that you have some weird drink that's uh that's mixed? What's the varsity got? The orange Julius. Mm, the other, I don't. But but that's frozen. Julius. I feel like it's not that. Julep. I don't but know it, what it is, anyhow. but it's the orange drink. Yeah. <laughs> but where tastes else? like a creamsicle. Yeah, but so where else does anyone go other? Then a bar, a club, or something like that, mm-hmm. a Spanish house that you take and, hey, give me something that tastes like it's supposed to have alcohol in it. You only get that in places that have bars. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's a, I'm going to go here. I'm choosing to go here where people are drinking. I'm choosing to put myself in this situation. And this is how I'm going to try to fit in myself mm-hmm. and with everybody else is I'm gonna drink this drink and be be part of the thing you still that I'm to me that is I feel slippery to me too. Uh, yeah. But I see, you know, I like I said, people do it. Yeah, I, I I'm um, not knocking nobody. I'm just trying to wrap my mind around if I'm talking to a friend or talking to somebody else and and that because I, I didn't know it was a thing until you started talking mm-hmm. about it. I was like, well, whoa, I want to learn more about this. Because if well, I, I see it on our Instagram all the time. Other people posting. Yeah. You know, I mean, even down to, like, you know, fake liquors. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, um, not that I know anything about it. Because, let's be clear, I didn't do a bunch of research on that. But uh, between that and then having, you know, experienced it with a few people that I personally know. Yeah. Um, I was just like, Man. I don't know. It uh, well, freaks me out. Freaks you know me out for I'm, me. I'm, I'm off cocaine. I'm not doing cocaine no more. So I'm gonna sniff this line of salt. <laughs> this line of salt won't kill me. That that's the same thing to me in my brain. Right? Am I just an idiot? No. I mean, it's in, it's interesting your perspective. Am I just an idiot? No, you're not an idiot. So I've, I've been trying to think if the question ever arises because I know it probably will. I won't. Not me, somebody else that, that has quit drinking beer or whatever. Man, what do you think if I go get a non-alcoholic beer? What do you... I say if you ain't alcoholic to begin with and you want a non-alcoholic beer, knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. That's how I feel, too. I feel like if people, you know, that aren't alcoholics, uh, you know, that don't have that don't struggle with it... Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think too, because I see a lot of times um, other other addictions, people who've quit other addictions, and filled that spot with alcohol, and then you know, and then they have an alcohol problem, right? Right? Yeah. It's like you have a drug addiction problem, and you don't, you no longer do cocaine or meth. Now you drink alcohol, and then alcohol becomes. I mean. The addiction is there, right? Like our our I, I think, filler. I think alcohol in the addiction world, in the the world of using narcotics, I think it's looked at as a lesser mm-hmm. because alcohol is legal. Which is crazy. And, and because in, alcohol kills people and, every day. And in my personal opinion, my personal opinion, I think there's way more people that's messed up with alcohol than anything else. Truth. Truth. Because I mean, I've literally seen, I've lost, I've lost, you know, my father died alcohol-related. I had a friend die, it was alcohol-related. Um, you know, 
the things that it does to your body and not that i'm anybody who's not let's be clear doesn't have a problem I'm not talking about the person who orders a glass of wine and drinks half of it <laughs> you know well, i'm glad you said that because i got a point for that too. oh you do yeah so like i said i'm i'm not for any drugs period alcohol any of them but because alcohol is legal mm -hmm. it's also looked at it's okay to have one or two three beers right but nobody don't look at it's okay to take it's, it's okay to do one or two tokes off that meth pipe <laughs> well you, you you see what i'm well meth is not legal exactly but you could fill the same spot in for instance with in california with marijuana exactly they're just because alcohol is legal doesn't make it any more or any less they all on the same dang totem pole to me yeah if you choosing to do either one of them the do you think that's because we're alcoholics like well, we literally drank to get drunk like i don't understand <laughs> i always say this all the time like to my mom like i do not understand her drinking half a wine cooler uh, and putting it and she says to me I get a little buzz from the half a wine cooler. So let's be clear. She's drinking the half a wine cooler to get a little bit of buzz, which is still hilarious that a half a wine cooler will give her a buzz and she'll put the rest in the fridge. When, when I was stone cold drinking, if you do you think if I could have drunk one beer and got drunk that I wouldn't have been happy? You dang right I would have because I wouldn't have spent. But do you think that would have ever been enough? 800 and something dollars a month on just beer. My problem is I just could not get enough. Like it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, I got drunk and then I stopped drinking. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like, oh, I feel good, you know, but we talked about that before you and I yeah. you know, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but it's like, okay, how much how much do we drink? How much do we eat? Like at the end there, I got to where I would eat less because that would really mess it up, right? Like, if I had too much food on my stomach, it would take me longer to get where I needed to go, and I wouldn't stay as drunk as I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't drink anything, then you run the... I mean, if I didn't eat anything, then you run the risk of getting there too fast or getting sick. So it's like this, like, back and forth. Um, but it was never just like, oh, I mean drunk was not enough no if, if i had it i was gonna i was gonna drink it i can't tell you how many times i laid down in bed and it was 12 30 at night <laughs> and i'm finally going to sleep and i get laid down and i open my eyes and i said there's one more beer in the frigidaire and i'd get up come in there and sit on the end of the bed drink that beer slam it down on the nightstand and then lay down and then because you couldn't leave just that one yeah i would drink so much beer toward the end of the night before as i'm as it's getting time to go to bed i'm ramping it up speeding it up trying to get them fishing finished fish and then i'd get up in the morning and i'd, I'd pee like a russian racehorse i mean i feel like i, I can't a, even believe you held it through the night yeah feel like i was going to bust wow just but but that's that's the point i was making too you was talking about Who'd you say drunk half a wine cooler to get a buzz? My mama. I, I'm not saying your mom's an alcoholic, so don't. But she's definitely not. <laughs> right. So, but those people, like like what I just said, when we look at people that uh, 
and, and not all people by no means some people can just drink two or three beers and they're good they're they're fine you know what i mean but think but think of how it started for you you didn't start drinking a whole handle of vodka right off the rip no i didn't it started with just two years of just two or three two or three mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and then so something it, happens and makes you crazy you know and then and then it, you go through a little phase where you're you just you, you was looked at in your early career of alcoholism as okay for such a such a long time and you not knocking you but you was able to hide it after that Mm -hmm. To me, I didn't. I was okay for so long, and then I just ramped it up even more because I check out cornbread. He's crazy. He can drink all this beer. Mm -hmm. You you get what I'm saying? Well, I don't think, and also, nobody was really looking at it. You know, when you when you're sitting at a bar with a bunch of people, they're not looking at how much you're drinking. Yeah, Yeah, that's (laughs) that's the last thing that's coming up. You know, and when you're when you're friends with the bartender. Yeah. You know, and you know, my glass never went empty. My glass never went empty. There was a new drink next to it before it was. I mean, by the time it was halfway. I bet you thought you was cool, didn't you? <laughs> of course Fr- I did. Friends with the bartender. What are you my talking about? It's like Cheers, my, man, where my, everybody knows your name. Where, where my glass ain't going empty. If I'd have come in there, I'd have knocked your glass <laughs> off that bar. I mean, it's it's crazy. What what. You know, all of the things. Yeah. All of the things, you know. I walk in the door and before I could even get to the bar, the drink's there. Yeah. You know, if they saw me pull in or, um, you know, part of that is their job, right? Like, it's how they make their money. You know, and uh, the, more you, the more you drink, the more you spend. Well, I don't want anybody to take this wrong. I'm not trying to develop an opinion on people who drink mocktails. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to develop my opinion of mocktails. Yeah, because I mean, it, I kind of threw something on you you didn't know anything about. I don't yeah. like. I said I don't really know too like a terrible bunch about it, other than the fact that because I do um, handle our Instagram, that I, I see that, yeah. um, and you know, I wonder like, hmm, you know, I don't know. Maybe I should look into that. No, I don't need to look into it. I don't need to look into none of that. Because that's all I... Because I remember... I don't know. Maybe it was... I've been sober a year or something. And there was like... I saw this commercial of like... Fruit-infused vodka. And I was like... It was like this new thing or whatever. This new type of vodka. I was like... Wonder what that tastes like. I bet that doesn't taste like crap. I mean, you like your my brain yeah. goes there. So that's all I need to do is look, you know, look up some some fake vodka. I mean, I don't even know what that would be if that's even a thing or whatever. But I, I'd be the first to tell you that I wasn't a big liquor drinker until that started the Crown Royal Maple. I mean, why? And the wild <laughs> turkey honey. Yeah, and, the flavored. And, yeah, when all that started. Which is so funny because, and this is not really the same, but it's similar. So they have all of these vapes, mm-hmm. you know, and then they have all these flavors and all of this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then they came out with this thing like used to, um, they still do at the gas station, but I, I 
smoke a jewel pod they had all these jewel flavors or whatever and this specifically the company decided that they weren't going to make those flavored options any longer now other people still do um but it's like oh you know young people or people who shouldn't or didn't smoke before are smoking because it tastes like candy or fruit or bubble gum or whatever yeah oh excuse me and the same thing i think applies with alcohol it becomes easier to tolerate if it doesn't taste like crap i mean the first thing i ever drank was peach brandy out of a mason jar if that is your experience of alcohol for the first time you're not doing that on a regular basis yeah. You know, you're not turning up moonshine on a regular basis or right. I mean, you just like it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> it said peach it was I said peach brandy. Let's be clear. That did not taste like peaches. Yeah, it tastes like a tire off a pup wheel truck. <laughs> I mean, dude, but if you're turning yeah. up a freaking, you know, Long Island iced tea or sex on the beach or I mean I don't, okay I just pulled out some really old school mixed drinks um I don't know do you remember that 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 commercial that used to come on around the Atlanta area for the Atlanta school of bartending and it had all the mixed drinks and it's not it's like <laughs> red snapper kamikaze long island iced tea black Russian fuzzy noble and the sex on the beach <laughs> Wow, you just... It's like Margarita, Bloody Mary, Slow Jim Fizz. Learn to make them all on the rocks and, and something else. Wow. You remember that song? I do not, but you just like you, you don't sang remember? the jingle. Yeah. Now I feel like we got to look it up on YouTube. Yeah. It was Mr. The, I don't know nothing about no mixed drinks. She just listed like 12. You just... When you said that, uh, <laughs> those two mixed drinks, it just popped in my head. I was like... The Atlanta School of Bartending, Red Snapper, Kamikaze, Long Island Iced Tea. You're a lot. <laughs> I forgot all about that. What is a kamikaze? Uh, junk. Don't drink it, y'all. <laughs> Don't drink it. Don't drink none of this stuff we're talking about. Oh. We're just trying to, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this, this new thing that I heard. So I'm going to, I'm going to say it's a new fad because yeah. I just heard it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I want. You know, in the situation I had this last conversation was with the sponsee. You know, so when it comes to someone who has a a problem with alcohol, you know, I I want the people that I share my experience with, you know, because I don't have that experience. But I just, you know, I want people to protect their sobriety as much as they can, especially if they're new, newly sober. And there's so much going on and there's so much change that is happening when you when you decide not to drink um you know it just is scary it's you know i don't i don't want to do anything that might put me back in that place you yeah. know and we can sit here and say oh i'm never going to have another drink well you know what i don't know that well cuz i have seen people with years and years of sobriety yeah who relapsed i mean we're there there's no cure i mean there's no well, there's no it's, answer it's, it's interesting you know and and giving it to God, asking God to remove it, right? I feel mm-hmm. I feel wholeheartedly that He removed my desire to want to be in the positions that I was in that I did drink. Like I, yeah, I, I didn't want to go hang out at the at yeah, the yeah. barn, and it wasn't like. Do I you think f- that's what started before your desire to not drink? What what's that? So so for me, it's like. 
I had to physically choose not to do those things. And I was kind yeah. of pissed off about it. Why does everybody else get to hang out and have a good time and I don't? And then my desire to, you know, the need to drink or the desire that I had to drink was I was relieved of it. You know, are you was your desire to drink relieved first or was your I desire think, to want to be in those situations relieved first? I think that I think they were both just sort of hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I think there was a little bit neck and neck. Though I had a little something that sort of kept me away from what I was originally doing to begin with, but I, I do think mm -hmm. they were they were sort of neck and neck. Right. I, I really do. It, it was just like I. It was when I decided to go to God. It was just like it was gone. Mm -hmm. Like I, I so much so that as I'm sitting here trying to to think about it, like I don't even remember thinking nah, I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? Right. And, it, and it was definitely never, I got to stay away from there. Wow. Now, now I have since, you know, been in, uh, been at the barn or at a hunting club or mm -hmm. something. And somebody say, oh, check out this moonshine or see the beers in the refrigerators. You know, when you get that little swaller in the back of your throat, mm -hmm. you, know, you just turn around and, and go on about your business. I'm, you know, but the actual want to be there in that situation and hanging out as for me myself was just sort of neck and neck with the mm -hmm. actual desire to drink it was just sort of gone well i guess i didn't realize that i didn't want to do that unless i was drinking until after the fact yeah because i have been in situations now um well it's twofold so i've been in situations where everybody else is drinking and i'm not mm -hmm. um and i'm like okay and i've been in situations where no one's drinking Right, like where I, I go and do things with sober friends where no one drinks. And it's not even a thought, right? It doesn't even matter that there's a bar in this restaurant or there's a bar at the bowling alley or or whatever. Um But we're we're going there to be with each other. Yeah, right. You know, I didn't go to the bar to be with those people. I went to the bar to drink. So I don't I don't go I didn't go to the bar to hang out with those people. I hung out with those people because they were there. And we shared something in common. Mm -hmm. um, and we thought it was fun. And I'm not saying that it wasn't always fun because it was, I mean, you know, but it was different. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, absolutely. so. So I guess I didn't, um, I knew that I, I was not in my best interest to do that. Yeah. For a long time. And then after, you know, my, after I was relieved, God relieved me, I, I didn't want to do it. Like, I just don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to sit there with the, everybody. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather do, I'd rather <laughs> go home and binge watch Netflix if I don't have anything to do. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I just want, I know that it's a daily reprieve. Right. I, and, and I know that because I've seen, seen it and heard it and been told it and read it. Right. And felt it. Some days never crossed my mind months and months and weeks i mean never crossed my mind and then they'll be like oh there it is <laughs> yeah. you know um and i have to believe that right you know when people people say oh i went x amount of years and didn't drink and then all of a sudden i thought it was a good idea i don't want that yeah like but it could happen 
absolutely yeah. you know if we if we're if we're not active in in what keeps us sober because not not drinking is not what keep is not just sober right yeah which we talked about that before like you know there's other things we have to do to like keep our minds right or otherwise we're crazy yeah no joke like without it and um i don't know mocktails feel like that would make me crazy yeah like you know some way to justify that it's okay yeah i don't want no part of it that it, it even goes to wordplay with me man you had that conversation about saying <laughs> the word cheers you know yeah what yeah I mean? yeah because i had said cheer- yeah yeah it, it, it just you know it just and it's not like oh you got to eliminate anything that i mean turn your tv off if you see a budweiser commercial i'm, I'm not you know i'm not saying all that but yeah it's just god has given me what he's given me truth and i'm so blessed and grateful that what he has given me is working right you know you know what i mean yeah let and, me i'm not i'm trying not to play with that i'm and, just being like all and, right and i want to be able to serve and help anyone yeah. that may may do it sure so i'm trying to wrap my mind around this this mocktail thing i'm not putting it as a big agenda in my life but you know it is something i was it's interesting it's, yeah i was interested sure. in i think it's a slippery slope i don't know maybe someone will reach out to us and give us another perspective well tell me what you got coming up oh. and then we'll bust off as you you won't have to help me make a resume wow interesting trying one. to find a new job i don't know Maybe Get, I move to getting Idaho. in the market. Maybe I'll go to Idaho and pick some potatoes. I think it's good. Pick potato. You can't pick potatoes. Why can't you? You have to dig up potatoes. They're in the ground. You ain't picking them like an apple tree. When when you got arms like me and hands you just shove like them me, into the just shut like Brock Lesnar's <laughs> son just. <laughs> And just pull a whole dang potato out. What I was trying to say before I got sidetracked with you picking taters, that you hate the word tater. I, I cannot I, I cannot stand with somebody I know, somebody I heard says, all about it on your other podcast. Well, you brought it up, so I'm about to vent. <laughs> if you say, if if you was not born in, ni- in between 1945 and 1953, do not say tater or mater. <laughs> You sound like Larry the Cable Guy. You are being fake. It's potato or tomato. It ain't a potato tot. Yeah, it's a tater tot. That's just like saying it ain't a French fry. It's a sliced potato. <laughs> that, they call tater tots tater tots. That's a cute little old thing. Look at this tater nugget. You know what I mean? Sometimes they have tater nuggets. I cannot stand tater or mater. <laughs> Ticks me off. I just, I, I, I just think... Dude, who's your idol, Larry the Cable Guy? Stop Come on, it! Quit! Don't say that stuff. Pecan or pecan? <laughs> how do you say? How do you say Zaxby's? L- Stop it! Let's go back right. to you and the. Is it, is it crappy or crappy? It is crappy. Stop it! We're not having this conversation. Not. And it's fire, not far. And it's tar, not tire. No, it's tire. And it's harem, not hiram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's arm, not arm. And it's worship, not worship. <laughs> <laughs> worship machine. I'm going to go take me a shire and a hire. Get something out the Frigidaire. You, you referred to it as a Frigidaire a minute ago. Have you 
sister even owned a Frigidaire? As a matter of fact, no. yes. Show did. Just because your grandma had one. Show does not mean no. One of them with the handle that come up and Stop everything. Playing. Believe Stop that. Playing. Believe that. Let's go back to you and your resume, trying to trying to get our, your your no. life together. No. We were talking. To, you was going to say what you got coming up, and then we're busting off here, and you're going to help me do that. <laughs> what I was trying to say about it is that I'll save it for another podcast. <laughs> I, what? Come on with it. Hurry up. No, you looked at me like, oh, don't start to jump right now. <laughs> when we're trying to end this at... 52 minutes and 30 yeah, seconds. Don't, we don't got time for it. I know, one. for my rabbit trail. Yeah, no, it's a rabbit hole. Oh, rabbit yeah. hole. Right, so a trail, <laughs> you can turn around and come back fairly quick. A hole, once you go down, you got to come back out that you. You got to come back up. It's a little aggravating to get out of. A trail's easy. That's I wish y'all could see his arm movements of him going down in a hole and trying, like a turkey. trying to come back <laughs> Two geese. <laughs> Maybe they're ganders. <laughs> you don't know. They might be ganders. We got, if we're going to do stuff like this, we got to get a camera up. <laughs> but you're going to have to wear better clothes. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just show up with what I got, okay? I mean, I mean you, you're going to have to wear better clothes if we're going to get a camera. We're going to have to see if we can get a budget, a wardrobe <laughs> budget. <laughs> Shut up. All right, this week, what do I got? I got work. Um, my grandmother's memorial is on Friday, so all the fam will be in town for that. Right. I have um, a women's retreat Friday night and Saturday at church. I'm pretty excited about that. And that's about it. What about you? I uh, got an echocardiogram. What day is it? Make sure your ticker is working. In three days. Uh... I wonder what they do to do that. What do they do? Do they tell you? It's an ultrasound of your heart. Like, I'm I'm not sure. Like on top? (laughs) No, I think they turn you on your side and everything else. Huh. It's an ultrasound of your heart. It's not one of those things where they go in your veins or anything, right? No, 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 no. Easy. Chill chill out. I'm no. just, just checking it out. Uh, so I got that. I feel like we just dropped like two major things after we said we didn't have nothing going on. So let me just give a synopsis. My sweet Mimi died a few weeks ago, and they have waited to have the memorial till this week. So I didn't want to just be like, oh, there's this, and it's no right. big deal. She was wonderful. It was great. You just dropped an echocardiogram, and nobody knows what's going on. So now you got to tell them. Well, there, hey, there's no need to say anything about it until they give me some results. Listen. Like, we're not going to speculate about all kinds of goofy stuff. We're not speculating. Stuff. Absolutely we are. You got a little bit of AFib. Yeah. They're trying to figure it out what's causing yeah, it. trying to figure it out. Was that so complicated? No. No, it wasn't. Thank you. Thank I mean, you, co-host. I tell for, everybody. Thank you for finally co-hosting. <laughs> it didn't take, what episode is this? It I don't know. But it didn't take deep into the 20s. I mean, I feel like it's deep in the 20s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's about it. Warming up right. in GA, working out in the heat. Love it. Getting my sweat on. Getting your sweat on. Turkey season still going on. Wow. You ain't killed a turkey yet. I probably won't because I take everybody else. Stop it. We'll holler at y'all. Bye, y'all.